right before you start to say something, you do a lip smack. You should probably not do that because it doesn't play well over audio. And, and so when people are listening, they hear that. And then I'm going to have to try to edit it out. And I know I won't be able to catch them all. So you may want to just pause for a second and then say it. It may feel awkward at first, but it'll play much better over audio. Welcome to Podcasting Smarter, the podcast for and by podcasters. We interview podcasters for the real scoop on podcasting. Whether you're thinking about starting a podcast or have been podcasting for years, you'll find lots of inspiration, valuable lessons, and tips in our interviews. This podcast is brought to you by Podbean. Please visit podbean.com, the home for podcasters. Hello, Pod Pals, and welcome back to another episode of Podcasting Smarter. I'm Jennifer from Podbean, and I am here with Vernon from Podbean. We are hey. tackling uh, this episode together. Hey, Vernon. What's going on? <laughs> Not much. We uh, we recently got back from another conference together. We were at the NAB show in Vegas, which was a lot of fun. Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that was that was incredible. They had for the first time a podcast pavilion. Uh, so that's where we were stationed. And we got to talk to a lot of uh, budding podcasters. And that was that's always that's always a good time. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. We did get a chance to talk to a lot of budding podcasters. <laughs> Their fresh enthusiasm is, you know, it's oh, yeah. contagious. You know, after you've podcasted for a while, you know, it it becomes old hat, and so it's it's nice to feel that that fresh energy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, my podcast is gonna be the biggest one on iTunes. I'm like, yes, it is, honey. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're gonna be the last people to squash your dreams. Of course, you're gonna have the best podcast. Somebody has to have the best podcast, right? Why, why can't it be you? So. Speaking of that, Vernon, speaking of having the best podcast, mm -hmm. I came across this Reddit thread that I think we should talk about. So oh, there was this Reddit. thread on Reddit about why, um, why people stop listening to podcasts. And so everybody chimed in with the reasons they've dropped off various shows. And it was a pretty meaty thread. And I found it really fascinating and really good intelligence for podcasters because we don't get that information typically if somebody stops listening to our podcast um maybe we notice a drop in in subscribers but we never get to really find out why people have stopped listening so this was a little peek behind the curtain of some reasons and i took some notes because some of the reasons that were repeated in the thread um, I, I took, I weighted those more heavily because I thought, oh, this is a common reason why people stop listening. And I didn't really think about this reason. So <clears throat> I thought we might, we might talk about some of them. Some of them are obvious, but some of them are less obvious. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear this, um, because I've not heard any of this. So it's, it's going to be surprising to me and, uh, I'll probably just disagree with them all. Okay, well, I, I welcomed a healthy discussion. So uh, number one, I think is the least surprising, bad sound quality. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised about that, but I am surprised that that's like the, like one of the top ones. Yeah, that one was stated a lot. So 
Um, and it's the most frustrating for the listener when it's a podcast with content that they really enjoy and they're forced to stop listening because the sound quality is so bad. Um, and a couple of them mentioned that they hated to unsubscribe, but what's happening is with the, the very mobile um, aspect of podcasting, you have to think about your listeners and what they're doing. So this one um, Reddit person was saying, well, he's on his bike. He, he bikes to and from work and he's listening to podcasts. And when the audio quality is really bad, it just kind of interrupts his his flow and his ride. And it it's very, very distracting. And so he had to stop listening to a podcast that he was actually enjoying otherwise if it wasn't for the sound quality. So, you know, yeah, it's, I, it's I, can, I get it. Yeah, I get that totally because, I mean, the worst thing to, to do is you're listening to a podcast and either it, the volume is so low that you can't hear it or it's super tinny or it's very staticky or there's no editing, like at all, no editing. And you can tell that they didn't edit it because you're hearing everything or you're hearing Easy Vernon. Of, Easy Vernon. We don't do a lot of editing on this show. <laughs> Oh, we're good. We're professional. We know what we're so doing. Professional. <laughs> <laughs> Slow down. Put the brakes on that editing comment. <laughs> but I mean, you know, if you needed to edit, you'd edit. But it's, you know, one of those just you, you're hearing everything. There's paper crunching in the background. There's stuff going on. I, I don't know. I, I hate bad audio on shows and I'll stop listening to it just as a podcaster. But it is surprising to see that um, regular people that are listening to podcasts are now starting to listen to and comment about sound quality. Yeah. So there we go. All right. The next one I want to mention, I, this was the one that really surprised me. So multiple people on the thread mentioned that they stopped listening to, to a podcast when the hosts started expressing their political opinions on a non-political oh. show, not a political podcast, a non-political podcast where the hosts felt that they wanted to express their political opinions. So I'm sure this this was um, a big one around the election. Oh yeah. So this is probably when this, when people were sharing their political opinions maybe more than they normally would. Well, again, if you're thinking about your listener, your listeners aren't always going to share your political opinion. You may or may not care if you lose a listener because of that. But then again, you probably do care. <laughs> you, might, right. you maybe should care about that. And particularly when it's not relevant to the, um, the genre or the topic of your show. Yeah, that's a dangerous, dangerous road to toe. Um, if you're worried about losing listeners or if you don't have a political show and you have no you know, aspirations to do anything political. It just doesn't make sense. I think that's a stay on brand kind of thing. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk about politics, start a show talking about politics. There you go. There you go. And you can easily get a Podbean unlimited hosting account to, <laughs> to help with that. Oh my Absolutely gosh, that was so can. cheesy. I will not do that ever again. Um, <laughs> Okay, so here's here's another one for you, Vernon. Um, live shows, too many live shows and bad live show quality. So mm. 
this is one I can actually relate to. I have a couple of podcasts that I listen to and they do a mix of recorded shows and then, um, you know, studio recorded shows and live recorded shows. And I never choose to listen to the live shows because the, the sound quality is always bad. And I don't feel, um, you know, I feel very detached from the live show experience because they're interacting with the crowd and and that sort of thing. And um, and the and the show just is off the format of the normal show because of it. And so I never find those worth my time. Um, and I'm sure some people will disagree, but it was interesting to see it come up multiple times in the thread. Do you have an opinion, Vernon? Yeah, you know, it's it's funny. I uh, I was I've talked to a couple of hosts that run really large shows and i think it's interesting when you when you get a live audience and then you're basically repurposing the content for a podcast because they don't always play well to podcasts usually the language is very visual versus um a podcast where the host is if it's not live you're not doing things or reacting to the person that's either in front of you or the conversation's a little different when it's live because you're trying to entertain people that are actively listening to a live show. And I think that when you're, when you're doing a recorded show, there's a little bit of difference in the cadence and people can tell. And, you know, like you said, when you're tuning in, it just, it feels like you're not really part of the conversation. Yeah. That make, I, if that makes yeah, any sense. No, those points are excellent. I completely agree. And in fact, uh, I met the hosts of a podcast that's very popular called The Last Podcast on the Left. I don't think it's uh, a Podbean hosted podcast, but I'm going to mention them because I had a chance to meet them because I run DC PodFest, which is a, a, um, a regional podcasting conference in the DC area. And The Last Podcast on the Left guys, they, they, we, they were booked to do a live show sold out show. They're so popular. People drove for hours to come see their live show and they do not record their live shows. They want it to just be an experience for the fans. You know, it's a, it's, it's just a, an experience that you have to be there in person to enjoy and get the full effect of, and they don't believe in recording their live shows that they consider it a completely separate experience for their Oh, listeners. that's interesting. And I loved that. I love that that's how they looked at it because, because I was thinking, well, as a listener, to me, this makes sense. Um, so anyway, something to think about if you're a podcaster out there that is already doing live shows and um, or is considering them. And, and if you don't record them, how much easier is it to produce a live show? Because <laughs> you don't <laughs> right. have to worry about, about all the technicalities of recording your show. No, that's all. I, I kind of I like that approach because now you're not worried about, oh, did we get the recording? Blah, 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 blah. You're just trying to entertain the audience you're trying to entertain at the time. Yeah, exactly. No, I like that. Yeah, I okay, like that. Me too. Me too. Okay. Well, well, um, let us know if you have an opinion about the live shows, whether you enjoy listening to them, um, what you feel about uh, whether or not they should be recorded. Okay. So here's another one. Too much negativity and mean spiritedness can drive away listeners. What boo? I don't believe it. <laughs> Jerks. <laughs> Jerks. I, 
you know, I can understand that. This this one had several people commenting, and a couple of them made the point, a couple of these uh, Reddit thread people made the point that when they were at a point in their life where things weren't going so well, or they were going through a stressful time, listening to a podcast that had a lot of mean-spiritedness and negativity just wasn't wasn't good for them at that time. It didn't it didn't help anything. And so it was a turnoff. Yeah, I, can, I mean, I get I can it. See it. I totally get it. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to be listening to a podcast that makes you want to get into a fight at the line of Starbucks. <laughs> right. Life is hard enough. We don't need any more negativity <laughs> added to it. All right. So Yeah, that's your, that's that's yeah, that's not surprising at all. I put, uh put your positive pants on, podcasters. Right. That's it. <laughs> Life's too short to be a internet troll on a podcast. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Okay, so um, another one that came up a lot was boring hosts. What? Boring that, hosts. That made me pause because then I, I had to. <laughs> I had to think about everything. <laughs> it's upper game, Vernon. <laughs> Well, I get, I understand. I understand. I, again, I, I am a podcast fanatic. I, you know, I have a gazillion shows that I subscribe to and there are some shows that have really good information. You know, they're educational type shows, but sometimes the hosts are so monotone. They don't share their personality. Um, that may be by design, but what happens is it's so easy to tune out of the information they are providing and it makes it just harder to hang in there for all of it. So again, um, these, these Reddit people are very wise. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm not going to sit here and, and start reading Edgar Allan Poe <laughs> on my podcast. Like I'm trying to put somebody to sleep. And I, I only said that because I'm looking at Edgar Allan Poe's The Complete Tales and Poems. <laughs> well, Vernon, I would argue that Edgar Allan Poe is not boring. It might be to some. Wow. You've, you've just alienated dictionary. a lot of Edgar Allan I, Poe fans. I did because I'm sure we have so many on the podcast. <laughs> I actually think a reading of Edgar Allan Poe works would make for an, a pretty delightful podcast if if you had the right person behind the mic. Uh, well, uh, maybe. I don't know. All right. That's we can a, agree that's to a disagree. podcast idea. That's a free that's a free podcast idea right there. That's right. You can take that. There's probably an Edgar Allan Poe podcast already. I'll have to I'll have to search for that after we get off this uh, call. There there probably is and if there is, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Vernon will not be subscribing. Okay. No, I love Poe actually. <laughs> you better make up your mind because you're all over the place with your pro opinion. I'm just saying it might be boring if you're just reading it. You know, it was just a large book I looked at and said it. Okay, it it, it didn't work. It didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Not every not everything can work. Not everything can. It's okay. All right. So the next thing that would make people tune out of your podcast is annoying voices and vocal tips. Oh, I think that yeah. one's a little harsh. It's a little harsh. I, it is a little mean spirited and harsh, but I think when you have people that 
as a host, if you don't pay attention to what you're saying or how you're saying it, it can turn people off. So I've had a few people that I've interviewed, a few guests, and they were really bad about saying like certain words. And you could tell that it was just part of what they did. And part of it was because they were nervous and they would just, I mean, so many ums and not like a, a natural, um, it was, um, um, oh, that's awful. You know, you know, you know, and I'm like, stop it. Just, you, you have to stop doing that. Pause. Stop and pause. And actually, the one, the one guy that was doing it, he, um, every time he started a sentence, he would go. <laughs> <laughs> that is not a good sound. <laughs> we may have had some people just uh, drop off right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, dude, I, li I literally during the interview, I was like, hey, I noticed something. Um, and this is not going to go in the recording. But right before you start to say something, you do a lip smack. You should probably not do that because it doesn't play well over audio. And, and so when people are listening, they hear that. And then I'm going to have to try to edit it out. And I know I won't be able to catch them all. So you may want to just pause for a second and then say it. It may feel awkward at first, but it'll play much better over audio. And he didn't realize he was doing it. He goes, I'm actually doing that, like vocalizing it. I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, I was just thinking before I said something. And I'm like, yeah, try not moving your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things that you, you don't notice necessarily until somebody points it out or until yeah. you just do notice one day and then you can't unnotice it, whether it's yourself doing it or somebody else. Yeah, that, I think that's the danger in not listening back to your podcast or your audio interviews that you do. Um, you have no idea how to critique your your own um, voice. And I think that, you know, as a podcaster, that's one of the things that you should definitely do is you have to go back and listen to your own shows. I'm sure you have heard, have heard people, oh, I never listen to my show. I never watch myself on video. And I'm like, well, how do you know if you're doing a good job if you don't listen to yourself? If you don't like it, nobody else will. That's usually the rule. That's excellent advice, Vernon. How can you get better if you don't listen back to your show? Yeah, have to. I think it's just a mandatory thing. But to say to stop, totally stop listening, I don't know. Okay. Maybe. Let's, well, what about the annoying voices part? Because that's that's different than vo vocal tics because I think with your voice, you do have some control over the quality of your voice. And if you are podcasting or, you know, consider yourself a professional podcaster, I think it is something mm -hmm. that you can you can work on. But but there is a bit of it that's a bit out of your control. So yeah. so I'm not sure about that. You know, also uh women have been criticized for having vocal fry. Mm -hmm. And there's been some controversy over, you know, how harshly criticized they are for that. And that maybe men are not nearly as uh, harshly criticized for the tone and quality of their voice as women tend to be. So, um, so I think that one is a, a little controversial um, to me. I, I think it's, I don't know, I, I feel like that 
it's obviously a thing. It can obviously cause people to stop listening to your show, but how much control do we have over that? I don't know. Um, it wasn't the, the whole vocal fry thing when it first started becoming a subject, I wasn't even familiar with it. Um, and didn't really notice it much, but I have noticed, uh, and, and you know, I'll be the first to admit it. I've, I've listened to a couple podcasts where the, the host's voice made my face hurt, but it was, I think that, I don't know if they were trying to be annoying mm. or if it was just how they sounded. Um, a couple have been male. I didn't, you know, I'm not sure that, no, I haven't heard very many people that, you know, just, oh my God, I cannot stand that voice. There are a couple commercials, actually, not, not even podcasts, that I can't stand the person who's announcing the commercial. It just, there's something about their voice that bothers me. They sound pretentious. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've had that in podcasts where the, they just sound very, just not like a nice person kind of thing. You just don't, the voice just doesn't jive with you. But I mean, I, you know, I, I don't think that that would make me stop listening to a podcast. But if I didn't like the sound of the person's voice, I probably wouldn't start listening to the podcast. But I, I don't know. I think that one, the, that one's a little controversial. I think it's maybe, I don't know. I'm not sure how to, how to approach that one. Yeah, I hear you. Well, along the same lines, uh, what also came up and I think fits into this um, category of annoyances is annoying laughter. Um, this came up a lot in the Reddit thread as well, that sometimes the, the one, one or the other hosts um, laugh turned them off from the podcast. It was either too much laughing or the laugh was annoying. So we can't be too negative and we can't be too happy. (laughs) We have to find some sort of uh, middle ground. I think this, that those last two comments, I think they're a little internet trolly. Okay. Honestly. Well, I only brought I I don't know. Multiple people in the thread had brought that up. Okay. So this one, um, too many ads. People what? annoyed with your podcast has too many ads. It wasn't ads, just ads. It was too many ads. Now, too many. I think you can have too many ads, Vernon. I, I'm up there. I, I agree. Yeah. yeah, I don't disagree. I've listened to some podcasts with too many ads, and they were successful podcasts, great podcasts. And they were sort of, in my opinion, became a victim of their own success. Because they started getting all these sponsors, and I guess they just couldn't say no. And all of a sudden, there were just ads everywhere, pre-roll, mid-roll, post-roll. And um, the content started getting really crowded for me on these podcasts. And so with so many podcasts to choose from and limited listening time, sometimes you have to make those choices to unsubscribe. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel two ways about it. Okay, Uh, share. It, nobody, nobody wants to know how the bread is made, you know, okay. kind of thing. Hey, there's doggy. Oh my gosh, we're just talking about the noises in the the background. Uh, but see, I there. like I like to hear dogs on podcasts. <laughs> well, you know, I'm and that should be a show. Dogs on that the podcast. Dogs on podcast. The second <laughs> time this week That's you've done this to me. That's another show idea coming to you from Podbean, <laughs> and you can actually start a Podbean account. 
It's really simple. It's $108 a year. It's a no-brainer. And you guys really, I mean, if you want a podcast, it's the easiest thing to do. You can even get a 30-day free trial. No. <laughs> Vernon, did you really just do that? Did you really just do that? I really did. That. Oh. But, you know, sir, I mean, people don't want to, they, they want to listen to podcasts. And, you know, podcasts are, it's entertainment. And most podcasters, almost all podcasters that aren't celebrities and that, you know, basically that aren't celebrities, you're paying for it out of pocket. And the only way to pay for it is either with ads or some type of sponsorship or something like that. If it's not a company podcast and nobody's really tuning in except for employees to internal podcasts, as we know. So I don't know. I, I just think it's one of those things where eh, as long as it's not, you know, 20 minutes of ads, Joe Rogan, um, before you actually start your show. Yes. Then, uh, you know, hey, OK. A pre-roll, a mid-roll, and a post-roll, that's not bad. I'm not a fan of the mid-roll. Don't don't like it at all because I think it interrupts the flow of the show. Yeah, I've, I've listened to podcasts where, you know, an ad comes in mid-roll and I'm confused for a second because I'm like, wait, is this part of the show? Oh, no, it's an ad. And it's just kind of, you know, pops in there and it's not uh, a product that really jives with the, the spirit of the show. It's just an ad that they just took it's an ad. And um, yeah, you're right. It's like, you know, slamming the brakes on the car. Um, you're like, whoa, like the good thing my yeah. seatbelt was on. So um, anyway, so, so something to think about because all of these decisions that we make for our show, whether they're intentional or unintentional, um, you know, they impact the other side of the mic, which is where the listener is. So um, I found this Reddit thread so eye-opening, and I'm so glad I took the time to read through it. And I, I did share it in the Podcasting Smarter group. If um, if you're one of our group members, I hope you are. Anybody can join the Podcasting Smarter group on Facebook. You do not have to be a Podbean-hosted podcast. And um, it's a pretty good-sized group now. So there are lots of conversations and helpful tips and resources being shared multiple times a day now that the group is um, over, um, I think we're, are we over 2,000, over 2,000 strong now. Yeah, I think something like that, yeah. Yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, new podcasters and very experienced podcasters in the group, and everybody's very generous with their knowledge. So hop in there um, and take advantage of that. And um, so Vernon, the last thing I wanted to talk about today is... Um, I wanted to talk about the 2018 Edison research um, that came out about podcasting recently. Oh, yeah. The Share of Ear Report. Yeah. The Share of Ear Report. I love that title, by the way. So um, there are a lot of things to unpack here, but um, the title of the uh, Radio World's article was um, Edison Says Podcasting Share of Ear Has Doubled in Four Years. That is so like so good to hear. It's so it's like music to my ears. I love hearing that. So exciting. Um, but they also had some other interesting nuggets in this uh, research study. Yeah, you know, I um, I've I've used a share of your report in the class that I teach. So I teach a uh, a podcast boot camp over at the uh, University of Missouri St. Louis better known as UMSL here locally in St. Louis. And one of the main things that I talk about um, 
it's not really half the class, but in the first first half and actually throughout the day, we touch on points from the share of your report. Um, and usually the first thing I do is say, how many people here have heard of uh, the term podcasting? And we'll do, you know, a show of hands of how many people have heard of podcasting. And, and each year or each semester that I've done this, the more hands are, go, you know, that go up. Um, of course, because they're in a podcasting class, they've heard of it. But like before you, you know, took interest in this class, before, you, you know, you were about to do this, how many of you had actually heard of the term podcast? And then, you know, almost everybody now raises their hand. And now almost everybody raises their hand for how many listen to a podcast. So that that is really uh, it's grown. And, and now I actually have usually have a podcaster or two in the class. Wow. It's cool that you've been able to see that change on, you know, that anecdotal level that's reflected in the more broader research. That's so cool. Yeah, it's been awesome. Well, I like that they um, they consider podcast listeners power users of new media technology. So podcast listeners um, are more likely to own a smart speaker and are listening to more podcasts while in vehicles. So um, the AM, FM radio broadcasters probably aren't too happy about that because that's taking away traditional radio time. <laughs> right. Jump jump on the podcast bandwagon, folks. <laughs> I mean, you know, you can't you, you can't put the, the cow back in the barn. Is that even a saying? I feel like that I may have messed that up. Maybe that's not the appropriate saying, but um, let's just. Well, you can't, put, you can't put the milk back in the cow. We know that that's a fact. I was going to say because. Yeah, my grandparents were dairy farmers, and we definitely put the cows back in the barn. It wasn't impossible. You had to do that sometimes. So that <laughs> no, see, I did not know that. You can't. I did not know about your dairy farm dynasty. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it's just a small dairy farm in upstate New York. Um, Only 40,000 cows. No, no. It wasn't one of those, uh, wasn't one of those uh, factory farms. It was uh, just a small family farm. Very, very yeah. Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> <laughs> Which, funny enough, I have Anne of Green Gables sitting behind me. It's one of my favorite books. Oh, well, that's, that's even more surprising than my grandparents having a, a dairy farm. But, <laughs> but we, we... It is a required read. I think that every kid should read Anne of Green Gables. Well, I forgot to mention that one of the edit... Um, edit that one of the reddit reasons for stopping listening to podcasts was that hosts don't stay on topic <laughs> so, but it, i just realized we were going <laughs> off topic and we were um, falling right into that trap of um, oh no annoying listeners but sometimes you just Sorry, what were saying? yeah what well, i don't know um anyway okay so so here we are podcast here, podcast here. listeners are power users when it comes to new technology that's cool i mean it's good to know yeah, I think so. Um, I have a, I, well, let's see how many smart speakers. Well, we've got one smart speaker. I don't really count the Amazon Fire Sticks, although you can talk to it. You have to hold the button down, which is a deterrent for speaking to my Amazon Fire Stick. Um, but if you just connect the um, the Fire Stick and the Alexa, I mean, you're you're good and you don't have to do it and it can automatically do all this stuff for you. So I do. 
I don't know. I think that's a good, I think that's accurate. I think it's very accurate actually. Yeah. It's, it's very, very interesting. I love these studies. They go into such detail. Um, but I guess that the bottom line is people are listening to podcasts. They know, pod, not only do they know what podcasts are, but they're listening to more and more podcasts. And so that is very good news for all the podcasters out there, um, particularly the new podcasters that I think um, I've heard some mm -hmm. new podcasters feel like they're kind of late to the game. And that's not true. Um, sure, there have been people that have been podcasting for, you know, eight, 10 years now. But it's still a relatively new medium, and it's not too late for you to jump in and get your piece of the action. No, absolutely not. TV, new TV shows launch every year. I mean, <laughs> that's, that's just part of the game. New stuff is going to come along, and some shows take off and some don't. Some podcasts take off and some don't. Uh, but it doesn't mean anything. You can go launch another podcast but if a new show um, does take you know, off uh and you and you make a podcast dedicated to that show the podcast will probably there you take go off too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly game of thrones uh podcasts are out there now i listen to a walking dead podcast. oh my god right it's great it's a great compliment right? to uh to, to the visual uh show so not not a bad really idea is. for a podcast yeah, every fan wants to talk about or listen to things about their show or explore them in more in more depth. So if you want a fanboy or fangirl out about a show, not a bad idea, especially like um, all the Netflix original series that come on. I mean, think about it. I mean, some don't make it past season one, but the ones that do. So if you started a, a Daredevil podcast or a Luke Cage podcast or a Iron Fist podcast, yeah, I'm going down this whole Marvel thing, but um, you could very easily capture an audience. And, you know, the other thing about that Share of Ear Report, one of the statistics that they share is they talk about how podcast listeners tend to be more affluent than any other listener in, in the whole Share of Ear Report. So the median income is higher, median income is higher than um, the U.S. on average. So you have more affluent people listening to podcasts, which makes sense. And it may explain the whole ad thing on why you hear more ads on podcasts, because advertisers are starting to realize that, oh, people with money are listening to podcasts. Maybe I should be advertising my stuff. If only listening to podcasts was the cause and effect of the wealth of being more affluent. Oh, I God. guess the affluence become, comes first and then the listening of podcasts. But if you could listen to podcasts and become more affluent, then I think we would all have more subscribers. Well, if you listen to the right podcast, you probably could. <laughs> Good point, Vernon. There are some, you know, wealth building business uh, podcasts right. that that promise to make you more successful. So maybe it's just a matter of curating your listening list. There it is. There it is. Well, Vernon, thank you for joining me on this episode of Podcasting Smarter. It's so good when I have you as a co-host. I love it. And um, I appreciate you participating in this conversation with me. Yeah, it's always fun. And hopefully we weren't too boring or mean spirit. Oh my gosh. Well, I, yeah, <laughs> I hope so. I hope we pass the Reddit test and I guess we will find out soon enough. <laughs>
Oh, the Reddit. All right. Test. Until next time, podcasters. See you guys. Thanks for joining us for Podcasting Smarter. You can check our show notes at podcast.podbean.com for links and details. Please like our podcast, leave your comments, and help us spread the word to other podcasters so we can bring you more great episodes with podcasting tips and inspiration from fellow podcasters. If you want to connect with other podcasters or get interviewed on this podcast, please join our Podcasting Smarter Facebook group. We look forward to welcoming you to the community. Happy podcasting.